Hello and welcome to How I Write, a podcast from the California State University San Bernardino Writing Intensive Program. I'm Tom Gershon, director of the Writing Intensive Program and your host. And uh, my guest today is Remy Mirandi, a master's student in the English uh, department. Uh, Remy, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. So, so you're a master's student in the English uh, department. What uh, sorts of classes are you taking? What sorts of things are you studying? Well, I am done with all my classes. I'm actually uh, graduating on April. Oh, wow. So, Congratulations. Thank you so much. And right now I'm basically prepping for my exams and I'm also working on a couple of conference projects. So it's going to be a very exciting month full yeah. of exams and presentations. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. Are the, are the exams and presentations on similar topics or all different things? Well, one of the presentations that I'm doing sort of like overlaps with one of the topics that will be in the exam. So I think in that way, I'm kind of doing a lot of the work while prepping for their presentations. So I'm glad that it sort of like overlapped and I don't have to do like extra work. Yeah, yeah. So you're able that. to use some of the prep for the exams for yeah. the conference papers and, and maybe make similar arguments in the exams as you are in the conference. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's great. That kind of helps you build a a real clear focus for your research, right? Yeah. What made you interested in English master student? Well, I think I think I've always I think one of the things that I, I sort of like so I want to give a little bit of background here. I moved to the US in, you know, twenty thirteen as an undergrad transfer student from Bangladesh. And so prior to moving to the US, I attended Brack University where I majored in English literature. So I think being a new undergraduate at the time, you know, I was you know, I wasn't sure what I wanted to study or where I wanted to go. But being an English major, I think I sort of like just sort of fell in love with the kind of the books that we read and um, some of the authors that we kind of like came across. So it was very strictly structured around literature focused um, classes. And so, but then when I transferred here over to the US, a lot of the classes that I took in English were also very writing focused. And so I think that also allowed me to expand and grow as a writer. And I think, and not just because of that, but I feel like that that's an important factor. But I, I also feel like English just sort of helped me in terms of critically thinking about a lot of topics and critically engaging with texts. I think that was one of the most important things that I sort of learned being an English major. And I think that's something that's really important and glad I get to use that as a graduate student in the things that I'm doing currently. Yeah. So there are, you said, you know, what you were really attracted to in the beginning was sort of the literature, right? The, mm-hmm. uh, were, was there a particular author or a particular book that sort of for you stands out as this is when I decided I wanted to be an English major? Or? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, so many. <laughs> I had an exposure to a lot of like Eastern literature as well as Western literature. So, so to name a few from Eastern literature, I would say um, Jhumpa Lahiri, Ruskin Bond, V.S. Naipaul. Arundhati Roy, God of Small Things, um, Salman Rushdie. I absolutely loved um, their 
work and from, I think, Western writers at the time. When I was reading a while back, I would say Virginia Woolf, T.S. Eliot, William Faulkner, James Joyce. And then when I came here to the U.S., I think I got, I was exposed to more writers like James Baldwin, really, really enjoyed their work. So I, yeah, those would be some of my favorite. So, so you kind of came into it, you said, almost thinking of yourself more as a reader uh, yeah. and, and sort of a, a reader of literature. And when you came to CSUSB, did you do your undergrad at CSUSB as well? Yes, I did. Okay. So I came here as a transfer student. So I also took up psychology as a major. So Okay. Um, so you yeah. switched your major. So you were you started off as an English major in Bangladesh, and mm -hmm. then when you came to the U.S., switched to psychology. Yeah, but okay, um, I still sort of kept all of the courses coursework that I've done, and so like I think English designated is as my minor. Yeah, and took up psychology. Okay, so I definitely want to ask you about the change to psychology, but mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to also pick up on what you said before about sort of more of a focus on writing. Uh, yeah. when, when you came to CSUSB. So I guess in what ways do you think reading and your training as a reader and your experience with literature helped you or created a particular kind of relationship with the kind of writing you were doing? I remember my writing, it sort of very much mirrored authors and people that I read and the tone of my writing the you know, and most of the time write a lot of, if I'm writing about a certain character or I'm writing a response piece, a lot of my writing is influenced in the sense, the tonality of it was influenced by the authors that I've read. So yeah. I think in that way, it was a very like harmonious relationship, like people I've read, their sort of language and the way they use language reflected on my own writing as well. Yeah, that's so interesting because I definitely find that as well. Like if I, and I don't even know how much of it is perceptible to the reader, but if I've been reading a particular author for a while and I'm very into that author, when I go to write, I feel that author's style influencing my <laughs> yeah. writing, right? Mm -hmm. Even even when I'm writing an email, you know? And I, again, I don't know how much that's perceptible to the reader, uh, but I definitely feel it as a writer. And it's interesting because sometimes there's this tendency of, well, we don't want to give our students models because it might limit their creativity. Or there's this idea of, well, what about originality and that kind of thing? I think when you when you talk to writers and talk to people who enjoy writing, the influence of other writers and, and being an avid reader is, is a theme that you see a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so interesting because like I remember taking a creative writing class towards the end of my graduate school. I remember professors sort of had asked us to work on either a short story fiction or a poetry. And so I was very nervous because I hadn't done a lot of creating writing over the course of my graduate school because a lot of it was heavy technical writing or academic writing. And so when I came to the creative writing class, I was very lost because I just didn't know where to start and how to start. And so we did a couple of exercises, but then I remember, I'm also, by the way, subscribed to the New Yorker, uh, the journal, and a lot of Jhumpa Lahiri's short stories are featured in the fiction section. And so sometimes, you know, I would read those. And I remember writing a short story for that class. And I didn't know that my professor was very familiar with Jhumpa Lahiri's work. And she was like, 
you know, I, I know an author and, you know, you sort of like sound uh, very much like her in the way you write. You know, I was curious to find out who that author was when she told me it was Jhumpa Lahiri. I was very <laughs> flattered because, yeah. I mean, I know I probably write nothing like Jhumpa Lahiri, <laughs> but it was definitely a huge compliment for me because it just brought me so much happiness, I guess. like Yeah, yeah that's wonderful. That is an incredible compliment, right? To, to be yeah. compared to a writer of that caliber. It's got to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you continue to write creatively now or are you, I mean, all, I, all writing is creative, but I mean, fiction or poetry? Sometimes if time permits, just because I feel like I've had my hands full with a lot of academic projects in the moment and even like, you know, being in class and everything like last semester. So I think whenever I get the chance, I do enjoy writing um, creative fiction but I think what I do do on a regular basis is journaling that's something mm. that I've always sort of kept up so you came to CSUSB and you had sort of two transitions right you're transitioning from from Bangladesh to the mm -hmm. U.S. yeah and also you decide that you want to do psychology right so now you're you're moving from English literature to mm -hmm. psychology what yeah. uh what was that like did you find that challenging or I think I've always been interested in human behavior and why we think, act, and feel the way we do. Social, cultural, and environmental factors affect or influence our behaviors. So growing up, I was exposed to different cultures, actually. So I traveled to the U.S. very early on. I think I was six years old to visit family. And that was sort of my very first exposure to a completely different culture place and people. And then my family and I moved to the Philippines for three years because my dad was attending university there. And after that, my parents sent me to a boarding school in India, where I attended grade six to 12. So being exposed to different communities and how it differed from others, as well as people and their beliefs and differences piqued my curiosity in what makes us different from others and vice versa. And wanting wow. to sort of understand those differences. So this was nothing new to you than going going to a new place and, and... no, no. <laughs> wow, but I finally great. hit the you know red light. I'm I'm not <laughs> going anywhere anytime soon. So good. Yeah. This is it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Great. You mentioned analytical thinking, and I imagine analytical writing and, and yeah. scholarly writing. Did you find the transition academically challenging? moving from English to psychology? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I think in psychology, we did a lot more research geared writing. I There wasn't a lot of freedom in terms of movement of language when you're writing a paper. It had to be a certain kind of language and tone that you write. So versus like in English, you have a lot of freedom. You can sort of move around. It's more flexible type of writing, I think. When it came to research paper, I think it was more focused to the point and very succinct. So I think that was definitely definitely the differences. It took a little getting used to in the beginning over time. Also got used to that. Yeah. So as a graduate student, obviously your master's is in English, right? And so obviously then your exams are also going to be in English. But do you find that some of the projects or the learning that you got as an undergraduate psychology major, do you find any of that is influencing your current work or transferring to your current work? 
I think so because I think learning. I, I think in psychology, like I said, this our writing was more sort of research oriented and very focused, and I think that sort of to some degree. Helps in graduate writing, especially because a lot of the papers you're writing in graduate school are professional academic papers, and you're sort of adding to an ongoing conversation that's happening. And so, I think what I learned was to make my writing more, while leaving space for conversations, but also sort of more like geared towards a little bit more focused, a little bit more cleaned up. Yeah, and and you're working on a project right now, right? That is coming out of psychology. Yes, I am, and it is on COVID nineteen. We're doing a study on political beliefs and the impact of COVID nineteen. So I'm looking at Republicans versus Democrats and how. Their risk perceptions differs based on their political affiliations. That's fascinating. Is it too early to say if you've seen any patterns or any kinds of trends? Well, we're still running the data at this point, so hopefully we'll be able to gather something like towards the mid of March or something. Because right now we're li- literally like running all the data that we just re- collected for the for, through the surveys that we administered. Excellent. I mean, just a really fascinating project and. A cool opportunity as a grad student, right? Yeah. Is that one of the things you're presenting on? Yes, I am. So I I, I will be presenting that、uh, during the meeting of the Minds Symposium this year.、Uh, we did receive a grant for that, so I'm I'm super excited. But there's a lot of work still that needs to be done. You, you said we are you working with?、Uh, I'm working with a faculty. Yes. Who's the faculty?、Uh, Dr. Brittany Bloodhurt. She is the best. <laughs> What about in English? What are your? Tell me about a project or projects that you're working on there. I just submitted conference proposal for Southern Regional Composition Conference. Yeah, for that, I, I am presenting on language differences and perceptions of identity. The reason why I was interested in doing this was because it stemmed out of a project that I worked on in one of my classes, where we were looking at the whole issue with standard English and how everything else. Isn't standard, and so I think it sort of came out of that when I was reading different articles about translingual approach, which I also advocate in this presentation. Can you the, say more about what that is? The translingual approach. Yeah. One of the authors sort of talked about it was being able to commute between various like language differences in a classroom, like a more broader approach versus just. Upholding this idea of like standard English, and that everybody should be adapting to something called a standard English, because I feel like that also kills your creativity. You can't bring in all of those experiences and the culture differences in the way you express your language if you're sort of limited to a certain kind of language that you're expected to. Use in the classroom, and I think that it it should be more diversified. Is it sort of looking at English as a global phenomenon, as opposed to a language that belongs to a particular location? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's great. That's that's very interesting.、Uh, so you're presenting on that. Yes. Brilliant. And then you have your exams, and you're presenting on your psychology. So you got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. And what about this? Is probably not the timing where you want to hear this question, and you're probably getting this question a lot. But what do you see as next for you on the horizon? I definitely want to apply to 
PhD programs. I, I want to like further my education, but I think for now I want to gain as much experience as possible before I take that step. So involving myself in a lot more research related activities, you know, presenting in conferences, writing conference papers. So I think I want to take the time to really experience all of these things that I feel like I have somehow missed out during my the, during the course of my graduate studies, just because I feel like I was always very either busy with work or school. But now I want to make the time for things like this, because I, I think I personally very much enjoy it. And I think that's also going to help me learn a lot before I go ahead with my education. I think your timing, as far as my experience, is about right on. You know, your first year or so as a graduate student, you're just trying to, I'll speak for myself. I felt like I was just kind of trying to tread water in, in you know, a quickly rising sea kind of thing and get a, a feel for this really new environment. And it was only, I think, you know, maybe my, maybe the second year of my master's program. And, and if not then, if not then, then certainly after I had already graduated, I felt like, okay, now I, I feel confident that I can now start sharing some of my research and scholarship with the yeah. community. So what are you reading right now? Currently, I am reading President Obama's A Promised Land. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have set a very big goal for myself this year in terms of reading a certain number of books by December. Hopefully, I get around to <laughs> reading all of those. Yeah. How many books? 12. 12 books by this. So yeah. a book a month. That's, <laughs> are you on track? Yes, I am on track. That's awesome. Well, Remy, this is, it's been great to talk with you and so many exciting, interesting projects going on. Well, Remy, thank you so much for being a guest and for talking with me. Thank you so much, Dr. Gershon. How I Write is a production of California State University San Bernardino's Writing Intensive Program. Produced by George Romero. Music by Kinsas Morera and Emmett Fenn. Thanks for listening.